Hello and welcome to Inside the Mind of a Podcast where I like to dive deeper into the minds of some of my favorite people and people who inspire me in the wrestling community. Join with me. Uh, well, of course, I'm your hostess with the most is Katie Kinsey, baby. That's me. Join with me is the first female guest I'm having on the show. She is uh, half of the former Deadass Girls podcast, rest in peace. Uh, the Honorable Judge Jizzy, Cafeteria Court, hey. you know. <laughs> How you doing? Thanks, Katie. I'm doing pretty decent for Saturday. How are you? <laughs> you know, I, I'm going to say the same. I'm going to say the same. Yeah. <laughs> In case um y'all don't know Judge Jizzy, you may know me from my former nickname, um, you know, Jizzy G6. And I think you know, if you don't know why, it's because I stay fly till I die. It's been a while since I've done that. That's the best thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Feels good in my soul. You look good. That's what. That's what we're here. That's why we're here. We're gonna get to know about you. We're gonna talk about you a little bit, and then you can ask me shit at the end. Don't worry, you can flip the script um, on me. You can flip the script. Listen, it's a it's a conversation with my homegirl, right? We we here. Honestly, and you were like, oh, like I didn't expect you to pick me. Why the fuck would I not pick you? No, because uh, you know that whole like, I felt like I lost my identity after the podcast died, and that I mean I saw it. Obviously, people followed the page because of the podcast, mm -hmm. and when that message came out. You know, it's like the follower count dropped, you know, like it was the same night I saw 75 people and counting. It still keeps going on. And I will admit, I haven't been on my Twitter game as much as I used to be because I guess I stopped, um, I stopped doing shit just for the podcast and I just started doing shit for myself, yeah. which, you know, it's okay. I guess, um, it's just weird because people know you. And I say know you very loosely. You know, it's not like we were famous or anything, but I guess most of the people who I met on Twitter through wrestling Twitter, they only fucked with the podcast. And I think it's just because of the vulgarity of it and just, you know, like all the shit that we used to say. It wasn't until they started seeing like a different side of us. Like when we started talking about the actual issues of wrestling. All of a sudden, people are like, oh, that's boring. Go back to talking about sex, bro. Go back to talking about pegging. And it's like, that's fun, but, you know, there's more to life than just that, right? Like, yeah. you know, like a wrestling fan is nuanced, you know, so. Wow. Poetic. <laughs> I love it. And I'm just, we, like, besides the Christmas parties and cafeteria, shout out. I've never got to like work with you. Yes. And that is um partly my fault, also my former host fault. Um and that's and so okay. So here's why. After a few bad collabs, I instantly was like, no, I'm not doing this shit anymore. People are wasting my fucking time, people are wasting my energy. And it's just weird, right? where you have someone who doesn't listen to your shit, doesn't understand how you act, how you speak, blah, blah, blah. And then they come on 
or they ask you to come on and then they kind of just like okay go do your thing dance and it, it just started feeling so weird and disrespectful because it's like yo i'm not a fucking caricature like i'm not here to to make your podcast better like i'm sorry listen I will admit, for two fucking strangers from Brooklyn and Queens to come up and create a random podcast that amassed the cult following that it did, mm-hmm. I don't know where it was kind of strange because, like, I had people who had bigger audiences than we had tell us, "Oh, you know that the pot, the episode you were on, is like the most listened to episode ever," and I'm like, mm, "Wonder why." <laughs> So, <laughs> so after that, I started kind of being super picky, which sucks because I felt like I missed out on a lot of opportunities to work with awesome people, especially women. Like that was one thing that um that kind of I struggled with a lot with trying to grow our audience is every time I I'm like obsessed with metrics and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and when I used to run the numbers and I would see how we had so many more male listeners and female listeners, it was just like, okay, I get it. You know, it's wrestling, male dominated. But even when we tried to appease to the ladies, it was just like, it was either they really dug us or they really hate us. It was like, no, we were like AEW. You either fuck with us or you didn't. And a lot of female fans that we've encountered i'm not saying every female fan just the ones that we've encountered in our past really did not fuck with us so it was it was weird to navigate that um you know that field and truly the reason why we made the podcast initially was for a safe space for a casual wrestling fan of color, especially women of color, to come together and just talk. Because there's a difference between a wrestling fan, a casual wrestling fan, and like a diehard, mm-hmm. right? And I felt like we fell in the casual side. Even though we've been watching it for decades, I felt like we we uh, we were in the, in the casual side because I'm not going to lie. Listen, if a, somebody t- you know hits me up like, yo, we're going to go to the spot, drink up real quick. And it's a pay-per-view. I'm like, listen, I'm going out. Like, fuck the pay-per-view. I'm going out. <laughs> or, like, if I wasn't feeling raw one night, I'd be like, okay, I'm going to watch YouTube videos or something. So, like, there was more to life than just wrestling. Mm-hmm. And I think that uh, a lot of people did not understand that take. They were like, what do you mean? You fucking wrestling eight days a week? I'm like, bro, no. There, I got a job. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> oh man but we're making it happen now and that's all that matters making it happen now this is not the first this is the first of many collabs all right and i just want to give a special shout out to all of the badass female podcasters out there all right um there's a lot of y'all i can't think of the names <laughs> i mean those wrestling girls obviously mm-hmm. with them i'm pretty heels and the, um, I think they're called Wrestling Wind Down. If I fuck up your name, my bad, because I have really bad stoner memory, so that's probably why. But it's just, it's so awesome to see the different sides of female wrestling fans. You know, like, you have the casual female wrestling fan, you have the diehards, you have those who know stats out the fucking ass, 
you have those who actually work in the industry, like either interviewing or makeup or whatever. And it's just, it's great to see because it's a, it's a field that, that needs the, the women's voice to be heard. Mm -hmm. You know, like it, we need to spotlight female wrestling fans because guess what? From a business standpoint, there's fucking money there. Mm -hmm. You can come out with a cute merch that the girlies could wear. You're making money. You can bring out hot, sexy men for the girlies to come through and thirst over. Come on. Katie, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I was going to say, and if you got some pretty ladies, nothing wrong with that either. Listen, Tony Storm, that's all I got. That's Tony Storm. And as of right now, you might not agree, but I know Matt agrees with me. Mandy Rose. Okay, so, le okay, let me just say this. <laughs> Mandy Rose is a fucking gorgeous woman. Yes. Absolutely gorgeous. Mm -hmm. Face, everything. The thing about Mandy Rose is that her makeup be too harsh on her. Because I've seen, so I saw, what was that? I think it was Vogue. One of the magazines, they did like a, like a, a get ready with me video with her where she got ready for the day. She is fucking beautiful without makeup on. Mm -hmm. So then they pile on a bunch of shit on her and it just washes her out completely. Yeah. So that's my problem is that her makeup, her makeup be looking muddy waters and that hair is fried as fuck. Okay. Yeah. The ends are splitting. It's giving, it's giving the girl from the ring. Okay. Like it's not, it's not cute. It's it's giving stringy noodle. So that's what it is. Mandy Rose absolutely fucking bombshell. Mandy Rose makeup and hair, fire that team. <laughs> fire that team. <laughs> fire them. Fire WWE Glam Squad, okay? Shit. Shots fired. But seriously, <laughs> they need to. Sometimes they bring out makeup and I'm just like, ugh. That ain't it. That ain't it. Yes. So I'm just going to ask you some questions. Uh, you can get as in-depth as you want. If there's something you don't want to answer, you can just be like, nah, fuck that. I'm not going to answer it. This is a very, this is a very right back interview. I thrive off of conflict. Let's do it. Oh, <laughs> shit. What did I do? <laughs> so uh, you kind of brought up why you started a podcast, but how did you... Uh, get involved with podcasting a uh, good question let me tell you a funny ass story <laughs> so uh we were i was a junior in high school and dina was a senior in high school and we had a youtube channel it is buried no one will ever see the light of day thank Damn god it. we used to do jersey short show recaps stop Stop. <laughs> I don't want to say it. That's amazing. Oh my god, I love that. We used to do like Jersey Shore recaps and we used to do like life advice, like advice for fat girls kind of thing. Cause you know, we were fat girls. Word, bitch. I still am. <laughs> anyway, it didn't take off, obviously, because um I didn't have the technology. I didn't understand how to edit right. I didn't, so I was kind of like learning as I went. Mm -hmm. And YouTube back in 2006, 
2005, 2000, that was like the Wild Wild West, YouTube. You know, that was like YouTube, YouTube raw. That shit was just unprotected sex on the internet, all right? And um, so, you know, we were like, yo, like, I think we're really funny. We should have a show, but the YouTube channel fell. I went away to college, and then I started having my little college life, which was kind of mid. Um, she went to college, you know, so um, it was one day I had came home to visit and we were sitting around having a conversation and like smoking, eating. And she's like, yo, we were really funny. And I was like, yeah, no, she's like, no, no, no bullshit. Like someone should record us because we're funny. So the first ever podcast, which never really aired, it was just for our own ears was me whipping out my phone using the microphone app like the recorder app and we just spoke we talked for like three hours we listened to it back we're like yo this is hilarious and then we started showing it to other friends and they're like yo you should put this on the internet blah blah blah. and i'm like yeah whatever um a couple years passed now we got jobs now we got money now we're dealing with adult bullshit but you know we got money now so it's like hey let's buy mics let's you know i'll figure out how to edit and let's actually do a podcast and gina was like yeah let's do it we were excited and you know the first episode um dropped oh the first episode we recorded and it was corrupt we had to re-record and that's the first one that dropped. It ended up coming out the same day as the Royal Rumble. So that was fun. Um, but then it was uh, it was strange because now we're trying to figure out like, oh shit, like, we got to do this more than once, right? <laughs> <laughs> we got to keep doing this. And I'm I'm watching YouTube tutorials to learn how to edit. Um, we're also trying to figure out our work schedule because we're in two different industries. So, you know, I was lucky enough to have a, a regular Monday to Friday job, but then she didn't. So that is uh, how we started the dad has Actually, do you want to hear some of the names that we initially were thinking about? Lay it on me. I got it on my phone. I, I got to bring it up because they were so bad <laughs> i'm so excited to hear these so one of them was double cup love with jizzy and gina i don't i think that was like a play on like bra cup okay the double g show you know like jizzy gina mm-hmm. and then this one which she vehemently shot down i kept saying yes let's do it but she was not with it <laughs> Was the Goya and Coco Bread show? Right. What? So I'm Hispanic. So you know, like Goya products. And she's Jamaican, and you know, Coco Bread, like they eat Coco Bread. So, yeah, everyone was like, "Fuck no, that's not gonna be the name of the show." So there you go. So then I was like, so we were having a conversation. I'm like, yo, that's dead ass stupid. And my mom was like, oh, you guys are always say dead ass this, dead ass that. You guys are like little dead ass girls. And we're like, that's the name of our show. There it is. Shout out. 
Shout out mom. Shout out to your mom, man. That's crazy. So that's how we came up with the name. <laughs> oh, man. You started with Ginger. That's... I can't wait for people to hear this episode now. Well, you know what? Goya and Coco, listen, if you listen to this episode, tell us if you if you want a one-night-only Young Coco Bright show. We'll drop it for you guys. Oh, shit. <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> so, text me right now. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> She she's somehow listening. She's like, the fuck did you just say? Yeah, she's like, I'm pretty sure she's reading my mind. She's like, please don't, don't <laughs> stop bringing this up. I'm like, it's a funny story. <laughs> it, it would be very funny. I guarantee you people would listen to it. A one night only, a return. Exactly. It's just like it's like a like a one off pay per view, like Great Balls of Fire. You know. Tell me why that was the first one I thought of too. <laughs> Pay-per-view's ass. <clears throat> so, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, the episodes are no longer up, right? Oh. I mean, I have them okay. in my phone, aka my computer. But they're not published anymore. At least I don't think they are. Um, even if you download it on the app, it will completely, like, kind of erase. Oh, wow. That was um, something. That was something that I had thought of doing because I I realized we did see a lot of unsavory things. Mm. And in the event that one of us gets famous or ends up having a really hot shot job in the future, I didn't want no one finding like, hey, um, you know, we want to offer you the secret position, but um, back in twenty nineteen. You said I will peg Satan and become king of hell. Yeah, I don't think that aligns with our corporate uh, values, so we're gonna have to let you go. Like, I don't want that. You know, I don't want to get canceled because I said some stupid shit. <laughs> no, I, I get it. So there we go. <laughs> so but, even though your episodes are no longer available for public listening, do you have a favorite episode you've done? Ooh, good question. Um, <laughs> yes, actually, there's two favorite episodes okay. for these reasons. So, the first favorite, my personal favorite, was actually called uh, "Pegging Satan," because that episode we were so actually no, I'm lying. My favorite episode never aired, and I'll tell you why. So I was, I was actually sick with the flu and Gina was just getting over the flu. We decided to call each other and like record over the phone. And when I say that it was like, mind you, so there's two people sick, high off of meds, just talking about wrestling. Oh no. We were so unhinged on that episode. The reason why it never aired was because when it went up, when I went up to upload it, for some reason, I guess the format I had recorded it on my phone um, did not work into Audacity. And I didn't know how to convert it. Um, I also was too sick to even care. Mm -hmm. So we were re-recording it. So that was my personal favorite. I don't have that audio anymore because it was on an older phone that I had. But that was my personal favorite because three hours of us being fucking doped up on medicine, saying the stupidest shit. It was so funny that 
my brother had friends over in the living room and they're all cackling because of what we're saying. All right. So that was a personal achievement. Well, the second um, favorite episode is actually, um, I would actually have to say, hmm. I would actually have to say it was the one that we did with Faye Jackson, just because that was the first time we ever got like an actual legit wrestling guest on. And she was the perfect guest for us because she actually kind of meshed with like our style and how we talk. And there's actually segments of a conversation that we had like way after the recording stopped, which I will never repeat because I'm not trying to get sued by no wrestler. Let's just say she gave me a lot of pipe and hot tea. And I was like, wow, I feel so connected with this person. Like, I just felt like, you know, I was like one of the girlies, like in, you know, wrestling knowledge. So that would be it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. That's, I couldn't even imagine all the shit she could tell you. I was like, (gasps) and she was like, this is not recording. I'm like, no, it's not recording because I'm not trying to get sued. <laughs> yeah, we ain't trying to get sued. We ain't trying to get canceled. None of that. Exactly. No. Thing. Actually, we were trying to get canceled. That was our main goal of the podcast. Yeah. So ex- explain that to me. <laughs> so it was more so like a. It was just a joke. It was more like how much bullshit can we say? Okay. Or we incite the rage of wrestling Twitter. Because think about it. When wrestling Twitter hates you, that's when you get the most engagement. See, I was thinking like for social media manager. I was not thinking like a fan. I was like, listen, if we could say something and it goes viral and everyone hates us, you're going to form a pocket of people who's going to like you. And they're going to defend you to the death. So that was our goal. We were trying to get canceled. And we did. People started loving us. I'm like, shit. Well, not working. <laughs> but we gotta change it up. <laughs> I mean, you you said some out of pocket shit. Like what was it? Like a month or two ago. About yeah. the oh god, I can't remember. It was the trend that was going oh! on Twitter. You know exactly what I'm talking about too. <laughs> I did two things though out of pocket, and that's what ended up getting our Twitter page fucking banned. Well, not banned, but. We got, we, we got put on Twitter jail for seven days. You did. So, yeah. Did you want me to talk about it? You, you, do, you do not have to if you don't want okay. to. Okay. I mean, let's just say it was a certain reference for Mr. This Benoit. What's his name? Still says the last name. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> An idiot. No, you're not. Don't say that about yourself. Um, oh. Yeah, it was out of pocket. It was out of pocket. And you know what's crazy? This is how I knew it was out of pocket. Because the post was only up for one minute before our, our account got locked. <laughs> That's, they were waiting for someone to do it. So many people. I don't, I don't understand. I'm like, yo, I was just trying to have a good time here. <laughs> you don't have to throw me in Twitter for seven days. <laughs> This is an injustice. I didn't even get a fair trial. <laughs> I mean, we know all about the fair trials. Cafeteria court, so. Oh, God. Cafeteria court. Um, <laughs> A lot of 
anyone who's listening to this, you will not be privy to cafeteria court. But let's just say that if you apply to be an attorney, please know something. Like, please know how to defend your client. Okay, you can't just show up and say dumb shit. In, in uh, Justin's defense, he legit thought everything was a joke the until we actually got there, and he was like, "Oh fuck." That's funny. You say in his defense, he had no defense at all. <laughs> nope. <laughs> you know what? You know what it was, though? I think it was funny. Like, the seriousness was of it was actually funny. Like, it yeah. felt like a sketch, you know what I mean? And, I mean, I thought it was funny. Um, was, funnier of how clueless he was. I was, so I was drinking during that. So I was cracking the fuck up. I had no involvement. I had to be bailiff at one point. <laughs> I'm because... You have Vince who's working. <laughs> he's literally at work and he's like writing on signs being like, I object. And everyone's just like, shut up. He's not even saying I, anything. I, I'm going to have to say though, when they played that SpongeBob clip, <laughs> I had to turn my camera off. You did. Because I was crying. <laughs> I was, was like, I was not expecting this. <laughs> no, that caught everyone off guard. Everyone was just like, we gotta take a minute. That was, that was the first accidental recess. Literally the funniest I had laughed in a long time. <laughs> oh, it was so fun. <laughs> so that, the, the that's a great segue, actually. So the playing of that SpongeBob video during Cafeteria Court, very unexpected. Made everyone oh, yeah. crack up. Um, any unexpected moments you can think of whether it was on Deadass Girls or any podcast you were a guest on that made you crack up in tears be like yo what the fuck like why'd you say that anything that just uh, caught you off guard there's actually been several but I think there was one uh one time it was a uh, we were recording and this was when we used to record in person so we used to actually go to each other's houses and record and Gina had said something so disgusting like so nasty about a wrestler that I quite like I looked at her and then she's just sitting there like giggling to herself but she's like what I'm wrong and when I say that I fell out of the chair laughing okay so you hear a thud on the recording it's me <laughs> falling out of the chair dying of laughter because I was so disgusted in her choices. Like, I think we were talking about, we were doing like a fuck, Mary kill segment and I picked the worst, ugliest wrestlers. And then she said something, who was it? Oh, it was about, um, who, damn it, uh, Razor Ramon. But she had said something about Razor Ramon now, not Razor Ramon back then. I'm talking about him today and i'm like it was so gross that i fell out of my chair so i think that that was a moment and then there was a another moment during um oh we we had our for the culture episode so i had sir wilkins from the jobber tears podcast shout out to and uh pr from those wrestling girls and we were doing the Pornhub year in review because that was a segment that we did on our show. 
uh, every year around Christmas, we review porn and stuff. And he told us this story of him fucking someone at a gym. And I was just so perplexed. <laughs> like, and because he stopped and there was like a dead silence. And then it's just me laughing. <laughs> because <laughs> such a crazy story. <laughs> oh, God. And you know, you should do a Pornhub year review. That's very... Great insights, great stats. I feel like that's more Matt's thing. I'm, I just happen to be on his show a lot. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, that's true. That's true. I I feel like I'm on the show more than Vince at this point. Yeah, that's true. I feel like you should just kick him off and just take over because I mean, in all, in his defense, that dude's got a lot going on in his life. Oh, he does. He's he and he's constantly busy. Like he was doing like overnights for like the past week and a half or some shit. Mm-hmm. He's just a busy guy, and Matt always knows I'm there to right. hop, hop in and be like, tag me in, coach. I'm in. I'm ready. They're like, listen, she don't got nothing going on anyways. Let's call her. Nah, I got nothing going on in my life. It's, it's dismal. It's terrible. It's but you know what? At least you're alive. You're alive, and you have no STDs, I hope. So. I do not. Okay, great. There you go. You see, you're winning already. You're already winning in life. Winning in life. <laughs> because I'm alive and I have no ICTs. I love that. That's the jackpot right there. I ding, mean, ding, ding. people people forget that STDs exist. And I'm like, listen, COVID is real, but also STDs <laughs> are still like STDs are not taking a break. <laughs> They're not in Cabo for spring break. STDs are still be here like the cdc releases report of like an, a, a spike in syphilis and chlamydia i'm like what the fuck are we in middle school why why put up baby condoms are free in a lot of places i say a lot of places not every place but a lot of places right and also why are you fucking during a pandemic anyways i digress <sighs> neither here nor there so, since you aren't podcasting anymore, uh, what do you like to do in your spare time? The little spare time that you might have. Uh, any hobbies that you're doing? Alright, so when I finish having my existential crises, um, I actually have been picking up art. So, I picked up art um, a couple months back. So, I've always done art, but not seriously. It was just like little things here and there but now I've actually been serious about it I have a sketchbook and I have pens and I'm always like watching art videos and drawing so that's been great um not just to pass the time but just for my mental health because uh I mean you know the last couple years I've been kind of (laughs) rough um I also have been picking up candle making I'm not very good at it but I have saved a lot of money from buying candles because I make them now Oh, that's great. Shit. Okay. <laughs> um, I've also been doing DIYs, and that's because I do not like throwing shit out. Okay. I feel like, listen, if I can repurpose this somehow, because we spent money on it, I'm throwing this out. <laughs> so, oh, uh, I've been doing like little little DIYs in our living room, um, and you know, listening to music. I'll watch wrestling and I'll talk shit on Twitter. You know, I don't know. It's funny because when I think about my hobbies, there's just so many things that I do. And I think I do that just to keep myself busy, mm-hmm. just so that, you know, 
Like, I mean, if I could, my hobby would be sleep. Like, if I could just sleep for like 14 hours a day, that'd be fantastic. But that's not just so, you know, get up, do something, be a productive member of society, I guess. Don't you hate that? I really do. It's just the worst. Like, first off, let me just say this. If you're under the age of 18 listening to the show, adulthood is a scam. Okay? Let me just tell you why. First of all, soap. Let me just tell you. You need to buy so much fucking soap. Different kinds of soap. You need soap to wash your ass. You need soap to wash your teeth. You need soap to clean the bathroom. You need soap to do the dishes. You need a soap for your fucking hands. You need soap on soap. Soap for the fucking laundry. It's just so much soap. Adulthood is just soap. Toothpaste, teeth soap. <laughs> body wash, body soap. Clorox, everything soap. Like, it's just, it's just too much. And things cost money. And we're not even getting paid enough. So you go to college, like, oh, I'm going to get an art history major. Or, oh, I'm going to major in fucking, I don't know, paper toilet studies. And then you you fucking graduate and you end up being a fucking barista at Starbucks making minimum wage, by the way. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you something else um, about adulthood. Taxes. Terrible. That's right. Taxes. When someone tells you, yeah, I make 65 a year that's before taxes so they're not really balling out of control like you think they are okay. i know it's kind of went on a little rant oh there. no listen <laughs> i got the quote adult life is just soap and that has made my entire day <laughs> <laughs> like i never really like thought about it like that but now but that's all right. i'm gonna think about it's just soap it's just Everything soap. soap. Oh, shampoo, conditioner, hair soap. Hair soap. Shit. All right. Like, it's just you're not. All you're doing is thinking about germs. You're thinking about bills. You're thinking about things. And then when you have a day off and you think, oh, I'm gonna catch up on this. I'm gonna do that. Nope. You wake up late on Saturday afternoon and you stay in bed. Because you're fucking tired. Because you don't want to do jack squat. <laughs> Same. Honestly. You know? So, like, when I see people, like, on my Instagram, like, going out, like, oh, my God, we went to Ibiza. Oh, ooh, we went on vacation. Like, oh, we went on a four-day hike. I'm like, what the? F-? Y'all don't got lives. There's no way that you have a job and energy to do that stuff. Like, there's no actual way. That you work 40 hours a week and you still have energy to go and fucking sprint up a fucking mountain like a goddamn squirrel. There's no way that you work a 40-hour work week and you got energy to, oh, I'm going to go thrifting and 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 flip this thrift. No, stop. Stop the cap. Sounds like a squirrel. What the fuck? <laughs> it's little things you say pop me in the best fucking way and I live for it cause if someone can make me laugh then you're golden you make me laugh constantly and you know what the funny part is so um 
a while ago someone had asked me like oh you know like you're always on and i'm like always on bitch do i look like a fucking light bulb this is <laughs> what are you what are you talking about i'm always on like this is how i act when i like people mm-hmm. when i like you you just you have no personality because i don't like you so i'm not gonna say anything <laughs> yeah but if i fucks with you then obviously i'm gonna be you know I'm gonna be my regular self, but you know, I don't like you. It's just like okay. So it was funny because I had uh, went on their show, and everyone on that show was just fucking dead, just like deadpan, very just monotone. Very, I think they were all high or something. Like they were just so. Uh, and I'm over there like trying to hype it up because I'm like, yo, you guys got me here at fucking 11 p.m. on a Thursday night. I could be sleeping right now. Mm-hmm. And I felt like I had to carry that show on my fucking back. And I was not even my goddamn show. <laughs> and then, you know, they have the nerves to tell me, oh, you know, we would love to have you back. And I'm like, no, absolutely not. <laughs> fucking no. Like, absolutely. I'd rather get 14 fucking COVID vaccines back to back with side effects than ever go on that show again. Wow. And I had I had gotten the side effect when I got the second shot. I was done for the weekend. Like I was, uh, so I'd rather experience that fourteen times over. You are a better person than me, cause <laughs> nope, fuck up. I didn't get any, thankfully, but like I couldn't even imagine. I'd be like, nah, I'm done. I'm laying here. Nobody talking to me. It was oh, like you know, obviously the same day my arm was hurting and this and that, but the next day I couldn't even get out of bed. Damn. It was so bad. Like, I had body aches, a headache. And I was like, yo, they actually put the real, real COVID in my arm. I'm gonna... My partner's like, no, you're not. I was like, no, I'm I'm pretty sure I'm dying of COVID right now. Then the next day I was fine. I was like, oh, okay, maybe I exaggerated. Just, 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 <laughs> just a little. <laughs> <laughs> so I asked so I asked the same question to everybody and I was like hearing the answers to this one if you could have just a sit down dinner just a conversation with any three wrestlers dead or alive who are you picking okay. and why you don't know how to explain why if you don't want to oh no baby girl I'm giving you content alright <laughs> you really are this is gonna be an interesting choice and I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you why <laughs> The first first uh, person um, I'm going to be choosing here is going to be um, Mr. Chris Benoit, right? That's the first person. Um, the second person I'm choosing is Jimmy Snuka. <laughs> you, dude. And oh, hear me out, hear me out, hear me out. I got a reason. And the third person is Hulk Hogan. Here is why. Because I will be at dinner with them. And I'm sneaking in a little poison in their food. But the poison won't kill them instantaneously. It'll be like a slow killing poison. Because I want to sit there and show them a projector, like a screen projector of all the horrific shit they've done. And just look them in the eye and ask them, why the fuck did you do this? And they can't escape because it's my dinner. 
And at the end of the dinner, they're going to be coughing and wheezing and then boom, they're going to fucking drop dead. So they're going to be, they're going to die again. Except for Hulk, because Hulk Hogan, this is new death. So, um, yeah. Actually, I'm, I'm fucking joking. I don't mean that. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, I mean, that's one way to take this question. Sure, baby. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, if I had to have a dinner with... Uh, it would actually have to be with Naomi, uh, Bianca Belair, and Roman Reigns because those are bad bitches of wrestling. And I just feel like it would be a good. It would just be a fun time. Like it would just be like drinks, dinner, dancing. You know, like fun conversations. Just kind of get their insight on being, um, you know, people of color in wrestling. To look at Roman Reigns from across the dinner table, come on, come on, come on. That's so that would be my happy dinner. My murder dinner, obviously, would be my first choice. You can edit that out if you want, you know. Oh, it's staying up. (laughs) I mean, you to be fair, you did give good reasoning. I did give exactly because imagine you have to confront the shit that you did you gotta confront your own demons exactly you know like imagine fucking benoit waking up like oh shit yo it's 2022 and i'm like yeah everybody fucking hates you bro and he's like why what would i do and i'm like what's your dough <laughs> um xavier first slide please <laughs> and it's xavier woods he's helping me with the AV. <laughs> um i'm like um first slide please thank you and he's just seeing everything, and I'm just gonna show him how much wrestling thrived without him. It's like, look, look at all the good stuff that's happened. Look at all the bad shit that's happened because of you, you fucking bastard. Jimmy Snuka, it's like, yo, where is she? Where's her body? What you do with it? What actually happened that night? What did Vince tell you, my boy? And you know, because he never got to go, he never got to go on trial. So he died during, you know, before he went to court. So I'm gonna have my own little court. I'm gonna be Judge Jizzy right there. The Honorable Judge Jizzy. You know, I'll be like, boom, there it is. And then Hulk Hogan's like, oh, I didn't do anything, brother. I'm like, let me tell you something, bald bitch. Yeah, yes, you fucking did. Clip. <laughs> and I'm gonna, re- I'm gonna make him watch that dirty sex tape that he did. <laughs> Teach him at the same time. I'm gonna be like, you look at this, look at this ugly blubber right here. That's you. That's fucking you. And they're all gonna be sitting around like, oh my god, I'd rather be dead right now. And I'm like, really? <laughs> Interesting. You say that because <laughs> all of your dead meals have been poisoned inside, <laughs> and they'll just drop dead for dessert. Oh man, that sounds like a okay, Criminal Minds episode. It, it really does. Like I, I need a lot of help. That's <laughs> okay. Well, again, look at you. You are uh, not even meaning to, but you're helping me with my transitions. Thank you. So, I always ask people if you could give any advice to anyone listening, whether it's personal, uh, Twitter, because Twitter queen. Uh, podcasting because you did have a podcast anything like that any advice you want to give people here's your chance okay um i think this is a piece of advice that probably goes into all areas that you mentioned but the advice would be 
stop looking over your shoulder. And when I say that, I mean like, you know, it. we do something and we constantly look behind us to see what the next person is doing or who next to you is doing what. And I feel like that feeds into the anxieties of everyone who goes online or who's at work, who's at school, whatever. And because we're constantly competing with another person. Like we create this invisible competition because we want to be better. And it's like, you know, yeah, sure, you want to be number one, but so does everybody else. So are you really ever going to be number one when everyone else is competing for the same slot? Like, there's nothing wrong with being number two, number 80, number 100, etc. You know, just do what you think is best for you. You know, it's easy to be like, yeah, I want to be, you know, I want to lose weight or I want to gain muscle or, oh, I want to be the smartest person. It's like, that's great. But is that really in line with you, like with who you are? You know, like not everyone, we're not all built the same, mm-hmm. you know, we're all, <laughs> we, we're just all different, like physically, mentally, emotionally, socioeconomically, et cetera. Just do what's best for you. So, you know, if that means having a small podcast with a hundred listeners, or if that means, you know, having a Twitter account with only 70 followers, like whatever feels good for you, stop looking over your shoulder because I, I'm telling you right now, that person may seem like they're doing better, but you don't know what issues or hardships they had to go through to get there. And you also don't know whose toes they had to step on. Like, I think a lot of people forget that in order for you to reach to the top, you have to step on so many people beneath you and you don't really feel good. <laughs> like it, it kind of does eat up at your soul at one point, unless you're a fucking robot like Jeff Bezos and Mark Zuckerberg. But eventually, you know, the rapture will come for them. But anyway, it's another topic. Um, Yeah, so just stop looking over your shoulder, concentrate what's in front of you, and that's it. Yeah, and you brought up uh, you never you don't know like what someone else is going through, and it's something I bring up every one of these. Justin likes to uh, tell people I sneak it in somehow, and I make the conversation like this somehow every episode. You I have to. Well, yeah. So like, I always have on screen the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline, mm-hmm. which is one eight hundred two seven three talk, which is eight two five five, and the Crisis Text Line, which you can text hello seven four one seven four one, and I have it in the description of the video and the audio, because Love that it's important to talk about it. Exactly. You want to hear a funny story about the suicide hotline? Interesting sentence, but... A story that happened to me. That's just that. Uh, <laughs> fuck it. Yeah, I'm, I'm intrigued now. I'm I'm more than happy to share with it. Because I think humor, you know, does kind of... It, it just kind of does make things... It feels... It, it allows things to be relatable and more digestible to some people, right? Okay. All right. So, um, you know, I do struggle uh, with my mental health a lot. Some days are good, some days are bad, some days are fucking disgusting. And I've been aware of, you know, what I need to work on. And, you know, luckily I've been uh, working with therapists and I have a great supportive partner. So, you know, like I've been having some really good days lately and I'm really proud of myself. 
So there was this one day that it was just one of those days, and I ended up calling the the suicide hotline. Yo, so they transferred me to the local hotline in New York, New York City. Tell me how I was put on hold. <laughs> Stop. I was put on hold for like 10 minutes. So then, you know, they tell you like this, you know, whatever may be recorded. So then something the person picked up and, you know, very sweet, very young sounding, clearly very underpaid, very minimum wage. You know, like I felt so bad. I'm like, dude, you probably are still in school. You probably haven't even graduated from your psychology degree yet. <laughs> So he's like, yeah, so, you know, tells me, like, tell me what, what brings you on to this call. And I said, you know, can I just say that had you not gotten on, like, I probably would have just killed myself from the wait time, you know, like, honestly, have you guys thought about that? And he's like, he's, he, he so, I was like, yo, think about it. Someone could have, you could have just came on the phone and nobody would have been here. What if they would just, <laughs> and then he's like, wow, that's really morbid and I felt so bad like I'm sorry that that was a very inappropriate joke <laughs> so obviously you know we continued our conversation but um afterwards he was like yeah yeah I guess you're you know going back to what you said earlier I guess you're right maybe somebody maybe we shouldn't have a wait time I'm like yeah maybe you shouldn't <laughs> so that was a, a a quirky thing that happened to me. but yes absolutely call the hotline if you ever feel to also have um a supportive person you know someone that you can actually go to that won't judge you for how you feel and you know someone that's not going to try to fix you because i think a lot of times when we have a friend or loved one who's going through something we want to give them solutions like hey don't be depressed be happy hey drink some water go have exercise and i'm like i don't want to do any of that i will fucking pulling myself right now from the oncoming traffic and you know people will be like oh wow haha <laughs> and so you need someone who is just gonna listen to you just gonna hear you out is gonna let you vent let you feel those feelings and then you know just kind of let you take the lead of the conversation because sometimes like you know people and they mean well you know they want to help Sometimes some of the things that they'll say, I'm like, that's not helping me at all. Mm -hmm. You're telling me to go drink water. I'm not even thirsty. Like that's <laughs> me right now. <laughs> so I'm not even thirsty. By the way, trigger warning on this whole entire episode. Yeah, I'm gonna put a trigger warning in the descriptions. Okay. <laughs> Don't worry. I'm I'm good about the I got you. Don't worry. But no, honestly, I've seen. I'm not people... trying to get you canceled yet. Like, damn. Uh, see, if anything, TC's episode probably got me canceled. This episode probably is never gonna go up. Oh yeah, I can't wait to listen to that. Uh yeah. Need tomorrow to go somewhere, so I'm just gonna power it on. Yeah, well, TC's comes out November first. Ooh, let me put that on my calendar then. <laughs> you said calendar. <laughs> Hold on, November first. There we go, Katie's pod. Yeah. Um, and the crazy thing you brought up like being put on hold I know so many people who are like yeah I called and was fucking put on hold it's actually a thing that happens it's so fun it is. It's, 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 you know it's funny to talk about it now you know because you're sitting here but it also just kind of 
highlights the issues with, um, you know, with America's healthcare system and America's, you know, mental health system overall. Um, I feel like serious topics become aestheticized and it loses its meaning. You know, like not too long ago, if you told someone you're going to a therapist, they thought, you know, oh, you're, you're crazy. Oh, you got problems. Now you tell someone you go to a therapist, it's like a joke. Like, oh, haha, means, right? Therapy, right? Haha. <laughs> and it's like, no, dude, like, I really need to talk to someone because I feel a lot of negative thoughts. And, um, you know, people will come out with these slogans and these, like, oh, self care, and, you know, talk to someone, and, oh, everyone's going through stuff. And it's like, you know, yes, that is it. But there's so many, you know, like, there's there's an intersectionality to mental health that I feel like not a lot of people talk about. You know, when we think about mental health, we think about the worst thing, which is someone ending their life. And it's like, it shouldn't just be that. Like, that's not the only, like, that's an extreme of mental health. That's the thing. Like, it's a spectrum. It could be someone who doesn't know how to process their feelings or someone who you know, doesn't know how to open up to people or someone who just, you know, they are anxious or they're worried or they're grieving, like grieving and mourning is a mental health thing, especially when you lose someone or something that, you know, that you care about. So it's easy for people to be like, oh, waste to improve your mental health, exercise, water. It's like, why is I, I just don't understand why, like, now it's, like, the same things that someone tells you to do when you're losing weight is the same thing someone tells you for mental health. It's, like, listen, weight and mental health have no correlation. As we've seen, like, I'm about to be morbid, but a lot of skinny people kill themselves. Let's just be honest, all right? Let's just be fucking honest, like... You know, um, a, a fat person is not going to try to fling themselves off a bridge. You know, like, that's a lot of work. Like, can we even get over the railing? We're, we're going to be stuck on the rail before we even make it over. We're going to be like, fuck this. Oh, no, I'm going to go back in my car. So this is too much. You know what I'm saying? Like, obviously, that's supposed to be a joke. But I'm just saying, like, um... We, we don't really talk about how, first of all, the accessibility of it. You know, a lot of times people who have mental crises or emotional issues tend to be people who have poor backgrounds, who just can't afford mm-hmm. to go to a therapist. You know, you have to think, hey, do I put food on the table or do I go see seek help for therapy? you kind of lean towards the food option (laughs) or, Hey, do I pay my gas bill or do I go see a counselor? And then, you know, also on the counselor side, it's like, we don't pay these people enough. Like this is a heavy job to deal with, to hear, you know, sometimes you might hear some lighthearted stuff, but a lot of times you hear the heavy Mm -hmm. stories about somebody, especially when you have to deal with kids. And we're paying them $30,000 a year, $40,000 a year. Like, that's not enough for me to deal with the emotional trauma of somebody else. We're not protecting our mental health providers. So what, what happens is 
you get some fucking hungover college student come in, work this little hotline so he can make money, and they're probably not the best equipped for certain situations. So, um, you know, if there's another takeaway from this episode is like when you do think about mental health, just take into consideration that it is a privilege still. You know, there's a lot of people who can afford it, who can get quality care and who can actually talk to someone versus others who that is so far beyond their mind that by the time that they recognize they need it, it's too late. I agree. I'm just going to put a trigger warning from like a minute 45 to like an hour to <laughs> just be safe. <laughs> I'll be like, this whole block, don't listen if you don't want to. Which, I get it. Yeah, I yeah. Know. I get it. I was, I went to college for social work. So, mm-hmm. and before that, it was psychology. So, I was almost a counselor. Right. And, you know, you would have been made, making what, minimum wage right now? Fucking. I would be making nothing. Right. Making nothing but having the emotional toll yep. of having to take that with you. Terrible. You know? You can't just turn it off. You can't just get up from your office like, all right. Clocking <sighs> out. Yeah, especially me. I'm an emotional-ass person. Uh-uh. I'm taking that shit home with me. I'm sitting down. I'm having to cry. Right. It's terrible. It's maybe it's a good so... thing I didn't go into that. <laughs> no, no, no. I, trust me. I'm... Uh, is this something that I truly like? Um, not to get too into it, but I did grow up in a household with an adult who did need, you know, a lot of therapy. Um, so, or you know, someone who had a diagnosed mental illness. So, to grow up around that, to see that, and then just to see how people treat it now, it's like, yo, this is not a fucking meme. This is not a little joke for your Twitter. Like, this is some real life shit. You know, so fucking just just be respectful of each other. Like, look look how many fucking wrestlers be, you know, like having issues all the time. And then when we hear about it, you know, that's when they pass away. And then all of a sudden we're making tributes. I'm like, where the fuck were you when they were struggling? Mm-hmm. Didn't care. You were making fun of them in tweet. Here's a tweet. I found it right here. You were making fun of them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's fucking awful. Anyways, onto a lighter topic because uh... oh, don't worry, we we we're moving on to a little lighter topic. But I always like just having conversations like that because people need to hear it, especially from you, insightful queen right here. Look at you, insightful queen. <laughs> Get a shirt made. And they, yeah, they're gonna. I'm gonna wear it around the house, and my partner's gonna be like, take that shit off. <laughs> like you are rude. <laughs> <laughs> you are rude. <laughs> disrespectful out of pocket That's okay. he says i'm out of pocket like maybe four times a day like i'll say some i, I will admit i will say some hot shit at home and he'll be like don't ever say that out loud. <laughs> and when i say hot shit out of pocket shit that's not racist it's not homophobic or transphobic it just be like things that nobody would ever question you know like because i think that there is a way for you to make shock comedy without crossing that line exactly it's possible but people don't know how to keyword people don't know how (laughs) so if you could write an autobiography of your life to this point (laughs) 
what would be the title of it and why? And again, you don't have to explain why if you do not want to. Oh, wow. That's a really good question. Um, hmm. Oh, it would be fuck, dot, 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 I'm alive. Yep, there it is. There it is. Like, it's like when you're a baby and, you know, baby shit. Baby shit. And then you, you hit that consciousness at like three years old. You're like, oh, shit, fuck, I'm alive. And, and that's right. when you're just your brain wakes up, you're like, oh, wow, I'm a person, and then you just start going through life, so, like, fuck, I'm alive. I, I love that. <laughs> it's so to the point. I, this, that's my favorite question to ask, because every answer so far has been so different. Really? Uh, it's, it's my favorite question. Ho I'm hopefully my, hopefully mine's the best. Fuck TC, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't even do anything wrong to me. I just said that. Jesus. I love them though. Uh, TC's great. I everyone's great. Everyone we get to talk to on a daily are great people. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what was Warren's answer? I actually know. No, I, I didn't. It. So I didn't do that one yet. Oh, okay. All right. So Ooh. we're setting it because, like, he's had a busy week. PWI. Yeah. One fifty all that mm -hmm. and last night he was i asked him and he was like oh i'd love to but like not for the next like week i was like I'll right you up in, like, a few weeks. don't worry <laughs> you're a busy man then I he's like i'll have my people call your people but he's so famous <laughs> famous my first celebrity can't wait <laughs> big move baby girl now you so you like we said you're no longer part of the podcast but do you have yeah. any future plans to maybe start another one be a guest on someone's within the next like maybe two months off the top of your so head actually um i so there is a new episode so i did coffee talk with sir wilkins the second coffee talk we did together so Definitely be on the lookout for that one because uh, I made fun of The Rock on that one and he got so hurt by it. So it's just me and it's just me bullying Sir Wilkins for like five minutes. So it's it's like my favorite pastime, honestly, and I love that guy. As uh, as okay, so I do miss podcasting a lot, and the circumstances surrounding why we had to stop it. It it kind of made me like realize like shit I I should not have done that, but I would love to be a guest on other people's podcasts. I would actually love to be a recurring like host on someone else's podcast as long as I don't have to do the work because I was doing the work by myself and it was just a lot. I would happily be the Twitter person. I would happily talk shit on Twitter, um, but. I just need a, a more supportive host, so to speak, or co-host. But um, as far as my own podcast, um, I don't know. I've thought about it. I've thought of having my own, like, a variety show where we talk about different things and kind of go into, like, not wrestling-centric, but just go into, you know, a lot of topics that I'm passionate about. But I'm not sure. So nothing in the next two months for myself, but... 
Um, definitely doing collabs um, with other people. Good. And when I drop this episode, I'm going to demand people tell us if you think Jay-Z should have a variety show podcast. Ooh, that would be nice. Go do like a little poll. When you drop. I'm going to I got it right now. <laughs> Could do like a little poll, you know, if you guys want to know my my stance on a lot of uh, world topics, if you will. I feel like everyone should want to know that. <laughs> now, I've asked you a plethora of questions for the past hour and some change. Do you have any questions for me? Podcast, personal, anything you want to know? Well, you know, I'm not trying to expose you or whatever. Okay. Let's play Fuck, Mary Kill. Um, I would love to get your insight on this. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, the first category is scumbags. Okay. Fuck, Mary Kill. Um, damn, I forgot his name. Matt Riddle. <laughs> Randy Orton. Okay. Or um, Chris Jericho. Uh, I'm I'm killing Matt Riddle. I can't. <laughs> For the love of God, I cannot. I I I. Um, fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Oh God. Uh. Oh God. I don't know. I'll fuck Jericho. Marry Randy. Oh, okay. Interesting. Actually, speaking of Riddle, did you hear him and his wife are splitting up? I mean, not surprising. I do see memes about that, and that shit okay. cracks me up. Well, she has been on Twitter going off. Really? About yes. Baby girl, I gotta send you the tweets later. Um, yeah. It's crazy. I'm not surprised, though, because that whole, you know, that whole thing that came out and the way that she was defending him, I'm like, bitch, you're stupid. <laughs> I'm like, you are a dumbass for believing that man. That man don't even clean the bottom of his feet. You think that man is faithful? <laughs> no. There we go. <laughs> All right. The second category is going to be sexy men of color. All okay. right. Okay. Damien Priest. Um... Damn, what's his name? Um, the dude from NXT in the Liga de Fantasma. Uh, Santo, Santos Escobar? There you go. Santos Escobar. You gotta roll that R. <laughs> <laughs> or Andrade. The sexy Latinos of wrestling. Oh, shit. I love you some Latinos. I know, it's a hard one. Damn, this actually is a really hard one. <laughs> it is a hard one, I know. <laughs> I'm gonna. Oh man, I. Um. Fuck Andrade. Okay. Marry Damien Priest. I'm sorry, Santos. I was gonna go the same direction. Okay, the same direction. Damien Priest. Yo, that man's voice. He's, it's. It's not. It's a crime. It's not. That man's. Yo, he's so fucking fine, and he's from New York. Like, I don't like New York men, per se. 
<laughs> Checks. <I don't> know. <laughs> Let me check. You know, they tend to be a little toxic, especially Hispanic men, but I will happily break my rule for Damien Priest. As you should. <laughs> As you fucking should. Now we're going to do a serious conversation because I'm pretty sure people are listening to this. Like, what the fuck are these horny bitches talking about? <laughs> All right. So what are your three goals for your podcast? Oh, shit. Um, <laughs> that took such a turn. I should have I expected it. Um, I mean, one main thing is I just want to grow this podcast because the, so she lead itself, the overall thing that I'm doing. We started in September, and so we're only about, like, a month old on top of the year I had with Smack Draw. So, like, right. people know me, kind of. So, I got a little bit of a following from that, but I want to grow it, and, like, I want Inside the Mind of this to be yes. my baby. Like, I, I take so much pride in this, because it's, I love doing the weekly show and everything, and I love Savannah to Pieces, and she knows that. But this is like my pride and joy right now. Yes, and it's so it's it's so unique because you know there's so many avenues you can go with this. So you can interview, you know, like indie wrestlers and kind of just get to know a side of them that no one really sees. Yeah. You know, I mean, sure, we want to interview them and ask some serious questions, but sometimes you just want to know, like, yo, listen, if viewers, if you, um, what's that fucking Reddit post that's going viral? Like, oh. You know, you can have a hundred million dollars for life and immortality, but every time you, it's so fucking. I gotta look it up. <laughs> I, say, I have I no know. idea what the fuck you're talking about right now. Is this snail meme? Oh no, that's been going around and it's so stupid. And everyone's like, okay, here it is. <clears throat> so, it's a it's like a hypothetical situation, right? Mm-hmm. So. You receive $10 million in exchange for having a snail follow you wherever you go for the rest of your life. And if that snail kills you, if that snail touches you, you're you're killed. Are people, like, okay? <laughs> I don't know. Nah, they really are not. They really, really are not. Like, And mind you, I love hypotheticals because I think they're so funny. And, you know, you can go yeah. anywhere. This shit is stupid. <laughs> Why a snail? Like, I get it, they're this slow, is, but... So... I'm like, first of all, there's no such thing I... All you need to do is put that bitch in some salt, and it will never follow you ever again. Honestly, that's it. Okay, that's it. Just put it in some salt, salt put it in a jar, leave it somewhere. <laughs> Just leave that bitch somewhere, honestly. I'm like, you guys are stupid. Like, oh, I'll, I'll move to another country. I'm like, okay, so what? Plot twist, like, snails on the plane with you. Like, what are you going to do? Snails on the plane, exactly. He's in fucking first class having a glass of champagne. Instead of snakes on a plane, you. snails on a plane? Snails on a plane. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired of these motherfucking snails on the motherfucking plane. And it's just like slimy everywhere. So everyone's like <laughs> ripping and falling apart. And the, <laughs> the way to beat them? Salt. Salt. There you it's go. It. That's literally it. That's how you do it. I'm like, I'm like, quick, opening your seasoning packets. <laughs> oh my god, that's I want. I want that sequel now. I need it. Snails on a plane. Oh my. <laughs> Choked. 
Um, what have you asked me about? What three things I want to? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I think you're, you know, just any goal that you have for the podcast. Uh, in general. Actually, one of the goals I had was to get Warren for this. So okay. I got that. Well, I got All that right. kind of. It's not done yet, kind but of. it will happen. It's like in progress. Yeah. Okay. You know what? I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that at all. <laughs> and, like, just trying to expand outside of the little circle that we have. Mm-hmm. Like, it's... I'm slowly doing that. Hard. It is. Like, it's I have a comfort hard. zone that's about this big. I don't right. want to go out of the comfort <laughs> zone. Which is why I'm doing this interview series with all of my friends first. Because I'm comfortable with them. And I get to know them on a deeper level because friendship isn't just a surface level thing oh wow that's you know that's deep because i've been trying to work through that with my therapist so (laughs) i told you social work psychology right here like i have a so i have a bad habit of like i'll have friends but they will know jack shit about me Mm mm-hmm so like I'll unload on them randomly. I'm like, yeah, you know, I gotta do this, this, and this because blah blah. blah. And they're like, you have siblings? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so, um, and I think that was just like that's just my own thing because I've been uh disappointed by so many people in my life that I'm just like I'm not gonna do this and that. I'm I'm the same way. We're gonna be friends from like afar, from the distance. You don't know shit about me. I know way too much about you. Mm-hmm. And that's going to work. <laughs> it's a one-sided thing, but it's fine. You don't got to know about me. like Right. Like, it's, it's okay. Trust me. Like, keeping my expectations low so that you don't disappoint me. All right? Like, you know, like, I, I honestly, during my funeral, I want all those people who disappointed me to lower my casket so they can let me down one last time. I've seen that. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> like just one last I I, <laughs> I see the version of like anyone who's ever let me down in group projects yeah <laughs> cause like that was, shit was so real in high school and college like you gotta do all the work and these people are getting all the credit I'm that kid I was like yo listen they didn't do shit Failing. Right, listen I'm, I'm the type of person where I take charge in these group projects so I just did one with at my job. So we're all sitting on Zoom and it's awkward. You know, Zoom could be awkward when you don't know that person. Mm-hmm. So we're sitting around. I'm like, okay, so what do we want to do, guys? What, any ideas? Like, I'm trying to include everyone, you know, so it doesn't look like I'm, like, taking over. But then, you know, um, I was like, hey, all right, you do this, you do this, you do this, you do this. That way we can all say that we work on it. Mm-hmm. You don't do your part, you're not getting credit. That's all. That's, that's how it, it works. <laughs> so that's life. All the, right. Well, it, that's how it should be. Know. We've quit. That's how it should be. But we've clearly seen people get ahead even when they don't do nothing. So like, anyways. Um. <laughs> um. Yeah. As say for now, just mainly growing the podcast and just getting outside of my comfort zone with it, I guess, for now. I get that, I get that. 
Did, uh, did you have any other questions you wanted to ask me? You know what? Probably super inappropriate right now, but maybe for the next one. We gotta leave some content for the next show, you know? I, that, that's that's fair. That's fair. Okay, okay. <laughs> we gotta leave them wanting something more. They're like, ooh, damn, this episode was great. This episode was a blast. <laughs> this episode was a hoot and a half, and I fucking loved it. If you get canceled, I apologize. I'm telling oh, you, if it if it's not TC, it's gonna be you, and it's fine. <laughs> I will send you an Amazon gift card. <laughs> deal. It's recorded. That was a deal. That was a deal. Exactly. It's it's recorded. <laughs> Video evidence of this happening. See evidence. Damn. Someone take me to court. I dare you. CYA, cover your ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. But uh, I gotta say thank you for doing this with me. This was again so fucking fun. You gotta tell the people where they can find you and uh, just explain everything you're doing on Twitter. Oh, all right. Um. So my Twitter was the former Dead Ass Girl Twitter that I have now taken over. Um. It is. At dead as jizzy g i z z y, um, you will know it's me because my profile photo is Mr. Vince McMahon wearing a do rag. Mm-hmm. So that's me. Um, I like to tweet stupid shit about wrestling, a lot of hot takes, a lot of Tony Storm thick tweets. Those are the popular ones. So if you want to follow that, go ahead. If you want to follow my art page on Instagram. Um, it's actually uh, Jizzy Doodles, so G-I-Z-Z-Y, Doodles, D-O-O-D-L-E-S. But, you know, I post a little cute doodles to make everyone's day a little happy, a little cheerful. Um, I don't really tend to give out my personal Instagram like that because yeah. I don't need people in my business. Yeah. But you might, you know, send me a request. I may not accept it. So it's just, that's how it is. <laughs> if you want to, you could try, but I'm not accepting. <laughs> oh man and of course for everything she lead you can follow my twitter at katierasson13 link tree in my bio uh twitch twitch.tv slash she showcase our youtube anchor spotify google podcast apple podcast with some bitches because i still can't figure it out and it doesn't let me do anything so i'm very pissed follow the only fans as well my own <laughs> Katie's OnlyFans is she leak. <laughs> she leak cheeks. All right, go ahead and send her some money. Katie ain't got no <laughs> OnlyFans. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But by the time this comes out, I will already have... We have so many just weekly episodes of She Lead Out. All the past episodes of Inside the Mind of. We'll have the group collab show that I'm trying to do every month with different people. So this, so the month of October, because that's when we were filming this, even though this goes up literally the end of fucking November, <laughs> month in advance, plan ahead, people. Um, so the f- at least the first one, more than likely the second one, will be out. So check those out. It's not just wrestling. I promise. It's just co- everything. It's it's literally. I'm just trying to get people together to talk about a little bit of wrestling, but then trying to find common goals. And like things that people like amongst the group that I bring together. 
<laughs> so I'm just trying to bring the world together one podcast at a time. I love that, truly. Katie, thank you for having me. You are one of the sweetest, nicest, down-to-earth people. You're just super down-to-earth. You just, like, I just want to meet you in person. I just want to take you on an adventure, you know, get, like, you know, wasted in New York, whatever, wake up missing a shoe, some kind of thing. Plus, we got that East Coast connection. Yes. Like, you're in Philadelphia. I'm in New York. Like, it's just... I'm in Pittsburgh. Yes. Okay, wait, but is it... Oh, my God. Why do I keep saying Philadelphia? The state is called Pennsylvania. I'm yeah. an idiot. <laughs> I'm forgetting that Pennsylvania be, like, the actual name of the state. Everybody does. Because <laughs> it's you're either you're either from or near Philly, or you're either from or near Pittsburgh. Yes. Okay. Oh, Pittsburgh. Which I heard Pittsburgh is kind of dope. I haven't been there yet, so I'm looking forward to it one day. Pittsburgh's dope. If you show up, you gotta hit me up. I'll come meet you. I'll take you downtown. Absolutely. You know, it's like a train ride away. It's from me. It's not bad. So not even that long. So I definitely gotta do like a little weekend out there. Road trip. Girls' day. <laughs> Girls' weekend. Hey. Girls' day. Hey. I'll get us a hotel room downtown. Say less. Oh. She says, say no more. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, thank you again, Jizzy. Thank you, everyone who's been listening and watching this. I hope you watch it because you just got to see the reactions. Actually, you have to. And we'll catch you guys next time. So see you later. Peace, love, chicken grease. Goodbye.